Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here we go with your recap for today, Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. A little bit excited uh, as I'm about ready to uh, head down south to Universal Orlando Resort for Halloween Horror Nights. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, wanted to bring up today the 50th anniversary. Well, a couple of things. We have uh, The Exorcist, The Believer. Uh, was supposed to be released this upcoming weekend, but uh, they, the movie producers found that uh, Taylor Swift's Eras Tours movie is going to be released, and they didn't want to go toe-to-toe with Tay-Tay. So they released it last weekend, and not too bad. It scored $27.2 million in box office receipts in the U.S. That was the best opening for the Exorcist franchise. Um, and it was kind of interesting to see. I haven't seen the actual movie itself, but I know that Halloween Horror Nights has a Exorcist house based on the movie. And it, to me, is the scariest one. I'll go through it again just to kind of look through it. But even scarier than that is the original 1973 version of The Exorcist. In fact, it is still scary today as it was back then. According to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, The Exorcist is the scariest movie ever made. And when you consider how old it is and how well it's done over the test of time, it's pretty remarkable considering they didn't have computer-generated imagery to uh, make things look uh, pretty, uh, you know, sadistic. So it was literally a real stuntman who fell down the uh, steep 97-step Georgetown flight of stairs near the end of the movie. Reagan's bedroom was actually built on eight wheels that allowed the room to actually shake. They had people pulling her left and right to get the particular look they were going. And always was baffling, uh, uh, amazing to me, is they actually had the set... A refrigerator to 30 below zero. And that was so that the cameras could pick up the actor's breath. Could you imagine that? So uh, it is a very impressive movie. And considering it's the uh, highest grossing R-rated horror film ever and the first horror film that was nominated for the Best Picture at the Oscars, it really is one that you could really, uh, if you haven't seen it, you should. Um, because a lot of the stuff was kind of true uh, that when it did come out in, 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 after Christmas Day, uh, many people who went to the sea, the exorcist fainted, they vomited, they left the lobby. Some uh, movie houses had ambulances standing by. And while those reactions were real, the story of an outraged Catholic church turned out were false. In fact, Warner Brothers admitted later on that they created the Catholic church outcry in order to drum up publicity for the movie. And mainly because the Catholic church was very excited to be part of the movie because they got, they were even provided notes on exorcisms to the uh, production's crews. So, so give it a shot. If you haven't seen the original Exorcist, it is really scary. Uh, Little White Lies. Um, you know, we're, we're taught in early life not to lie, yet there are times when those little itty-bitty white lies are uttered out to avoid hurting another person. And we kind of give those the green light, but should we? Um, as it goes, a little white lie is still a lie. They're uh, damaging, they're destructive, and downright wrong. And now new research finds that if you're more honest with other people and skip those little white lies, you'll actually be very surprised at the results. Uh, the researchers determined that honest conversations are far more enjoyable for the people getting the bad news or whatever the news has uh, been covered up with a little white lie than the person who was telling them expected him to be. Uh, even though that truth may be uncomfortable for the person who you are talking with. So it really just kind of comes down to um, you know, using your gut. But for the most part, just being honest with people uh, is the best way to go. I've said that of anybody who wants to get into politics. I'm telling you, be honest. If you messed up, say you're sorry. 
I, I, can, I can tell you all the politicians that um, would have saved themselves a whole lot of heartache if they quit telling little lies and were as honest. Mm, anyways, I digress. Hey, best way to reheat French fries? Uh, yes, it's not, it is the, uh, the oven will do a good job. But, you know, you got to preheat the oven. you got to put them on a the rack. you got to wait a few minutes. It's, it's really kind of a lengthy uh, time period. And then, you know, behold, don't ever stick them in the microwave. That just leaves them even more soggy than they came out of the refrigerator. Your air fryer will actually work pretty well on this and work pretty quickly as long as you uh, heat it up to around 375 degrees, put in your fries for about five minutes, and voila, it will go ahead and um, uh, take out the, the, the water uh, in the starch that um, actually um, uh, the starch sucked in when it was sitting in the refrigerator. This was a really good take on how to not overspend for the holidays. Because a lot of times when it comes to spending money, um, why we do this is more or less for self-gratification. We remember as a kid how wonderful and magical the holidays were. Um, And we want to make sure the the tradition continues to our kids. But sometimes we get kind of caught up in the fact of having all these presents. In reality, we don't. And therefore, uh, you don't have to go into, you know, charging Christmas and having to pay it off months and months and months into the new year. And it's doing the four gift rule, which is simply enough, you buy four gifts for a person and that's it. And they're based on categories, all right? Something they want, something they need, something to wear, and then something to read. So you would imagine the something they want probably going to be your biggest ticket item. That is going to be your flagship gift for this year for whoever you're getting it for. for let's talk about your kids, all right? So if it's something that they saw on uh, online or on a commercial or whatever and they really, really want it, go ahead and get it for them. That will be the big prize, something that they want. Now, for something that they need, this is where you and your kids kind of do a compromise to figure out what exactly do you need. Maybe you need a new computer. Maybe you need clothes. Uh, you know, have it a mutual type of thing with something that they need. Of course, it can still be a surprise, but at least the category you kind of agreed upon, all right? Uh, something to wear, as you would tend to think that would be the clothes item, but let's branch it a little bit bigger than that because it could be headphones or jewelry or something else that they would wear. And then finally, the last one is going to be something to read. And this is where you kind of look at how much money you've allotted to see how much is left. Because that gift, something that you can read, can be anything from a a, a cheap paperback novel to maybe a new reader or a, a tablet for you to read something on. But the idea is to set boundaries on the types of gifts and uh, put some limits as to how much you're going to buy. Just because you got a lot of presents doesn't mean it's going to be a great uh, holiday. Uh, in fact, uh, it may be a great tradition because not only are you teaching your kids about the, uh, the magical time of this year, but you're also teaching them about being uh, financially frugal and, and very uh, 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 steadfast with their money. Hey, speaking of money, um, of course, Wednesday night, I don't know at the time that I'm uh, recording this, uh, but somebody could win the second largest Powerball jackpot in history, an estimated $1.73 billion. Even the cash option is, jeez, you're jaw-dropping. $756.6 million. (laughs) So let's say, for instance, sake of argument, right? that you do win uh, the $1.73 billion Powerball jackpot. First thing you need to do, take several deep breaths. Calm yourself down because you really are going to have to have your head uh, upon you. 
um, and make sure you store that ticket. Keep it secure. Um, don't let people know about it. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't even, uh, you know, you can go as far as letting your spouse know, but uh, I wouldn't even let the kids know about this at this particular point. And then what you're going to want to do is get a hold of a qualified financial advisor or a tax person to go over the various tax implications of winning such a large sum of money. Needless to say, you will have a a hefty tax bill. And although Florida does not uh, tax lottery winnings, just like we don't tax um, uh, income, Uncle Sam surely does. And whoever wins the jackpot or any lottery prize that's $5,000 or more, the IRS is going to automatically withhold 24% of that. Um, But when you consider the amount of money for the Powerball jackpot, the IRS will probably bump you up to the highest tax bracket of 37% being withheld. Uh, so what does this mean? Well, if you opt out for the 30 annual payments, that means your tax bill of your lottery winnings on $1.73 billion for the next 30 years is $19 million per year. Sounds like a lot, but when you're talking about a billion dollars, I think that's okay. Um, as for the lump sum, which is generally about 60% of the total jackpot, uh, in this case, $756.6 million, your tax bill would be $181.58 million. That is one check. I don't know if there's enough room on the check to write that. <laughs> so there you go on that one. Hey, generally when we talk about um, uh, getting a snack before bedtime, we think of uh, maybe uh, sipping on a little chamomile tea or jumping on some few almonds, but you never think about eating pineapple. And there's been uh, a lot of social media videos about uh, eating pineapple uh, before you go to bed. And the idea behind this or why people are doing this is that pineapple has high levels of melatonin. Uh, now, the hacks are the, uh, the, the online uh, 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 influencers, I guess what you want to call them, say that, they, uh, that the pineapple has about 240% more melatonin than other foods. And I'm not sure about that. I have to look at the science. It is true that pineapple does have a lot of melatonin. But according to experts, tart cherries have even more. Uh, and in fact, uh, the tr- uh, ter- cherries have the most melatonin of any fruit. Also, big melatonin uh, contributors to your diet, eggs, fish, nuts, veggies. Notice the trend here? We're not talking about chips or crackers or pie or cake or stuff like that. So, And then finally, we talked about decorating for the holidays. We are still uh, more than two weeks away from Halloween, Christmas, still about um, over two months away. But hey, the idea behind this is that, look, it's, it's been a tough year. It's always a tough year. And now that the days are getting shorter, the, the temperatures are getting a little bit cooler, it may be worth putting up your Christmas decorations a little early. And to hell with everyone who says it's too early. It's not their deal. The whole idea as to why people decorate their homes is because you want to bring up those memories of holidays past. They're generally when people are nicer to each other. I wish we could do this all year long, but hey, I'll take a couple months of the year of people actually being nice to each other. But in any case... Um, by you putting up your Christmas decorations, you, in essence, are ready for those memories to flood back into your life. So, uh, and even there was a, a, another study that said that uh, your neighbors actually see you as being accessible and friendly when you decorate for the holidays. So, you can decorate the uh, weekend of Thanksgiving. You can decorate the week of Christmas. You can decorate now. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. If it makes you feel good, it makes you happier, why would you not? want to decorate now so there's the show for today wednesday october 11th 2023 i'm chris malone thanks so much for listening always welcome your comments feedback and suggestions of course you can email me c-m-a-l-o-n-e at a-u-d-a-c-y.com